Yes, oh, nay, nay, <laughs> woof, woof, oink, oink, old McCatherine had a hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What an amazing song. It's just about kind of the ownership of property. <laughs> the or American f- dream. <laughs> the American <laughs> dream. Someone has a farm to have it. I just literally, the reason why I was one second late is because I literally just signed off with my therapist and then signed on with my second therapist, you, Pat O'Regan. Oh, my God. And whereas I'm uh, on with my first therapist, you, and then signing off and having to jump directly into my <laughs> second therapist person I'm having a general with. <laughs> so, but during therapy, I fu- I'm, I'm like in this actually really intense place, which I will get into, but during it, I fully dissociated and I really had the thought like... If I really feel down, I can go to architecturaldigest.com and just like look at nice bathtubs and realize that ultimately, even if my dreams creatively don't come true, I can still find a way, hopefully, to make enough money to have a really nice bathtub. And that would like be enough for once. Totally. I don't know that I will ever, and this is going to sound so um, uh, uh, extreme, I don't know that I will ever take a bath again the rest of my life I have no desire to I know it's like never say never and like people change every single day and I have no idea what kind of girl I will be in 45 to 49 years how would um, you feel about like like if you and Angela went on like a sexy mountain chalet retreat and there was like a massive tub would you get in it with him conceptually like yeah sure but like then when like it was time to get wet I'd be like Want a yeah. nar? Yeah, I'm such a fucking fart. It's really sad how much of a you and I never, I never use What'd that kind of yourself? language. A fart. You know what I mean? Like Ew, an old fart. I, I really I hate that. Like that's really not, not okay with I, me. But I'm not talking about like a fart in in the gaseous sense. I'm talking about like no, how I, people I call know. people old farts. I think those are two different uses of the word. Yeah, but this, the, the, the sonically, it's so triggering to hear the art. Total. <laughs> the art. Like yeah. it, it is. Um, what's it called? Onomatopoeia. Fart, I don't think is an onomatopoeia. Fart. <laughs> I mean, when you, you can say anything like a sound and it becomes a frog. What, 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 okay, yeah. now frog, frog is an onomatopoeia. <laughs> but I literally, you know what's so, you know what I was, <laughs> you know what I was just saying is, um, I, I won't use this word, but I am so gaseous because I'm in the mountains and I literally said to Bri, it was like I'm having contractions. Like it's every 10 minutes, like I let something loose oh wow i would i'm so glad i probably will never have a contraction <laughs> and you won't ever take a bath i could see you taking a bath but you can say this you you will probably never take a bath for the rest of your life to get clean no never to get clean i mean i really do like a shower i'll always remember one time after a race in college i was taking a shower and you know when you're like so tired that like i end up lying down in the shower whoa that's and goals I, yeah but then someone like came in to the shower like a junior mm-hmm. or no a senior and I was a sophomore and they like you know, saw me laying down in the shower mm-hmm. and they were like kind of like they're kind of like what's your deal and I was like I can't explain that I was like I can't explain what it is the floor of the shower must have been so fucking gross well no no it wasn't like a public use it was like in a suite you know like we had our own yeah it still sounds gross but I what do you mean I mean it's just a bath it's the same as if it was a bath but different water running 
It's so true, and what you're saying makes perfect sense. But to <laughs> me, there is something so foul about laying on the, even sitting on the floor of a shower. Right, but I mean, it's only a shower in that the shower's on. Otherwise, it would be a bath. You know, like it's a bathtub just with a shower oh, that's on. Okay, okay, I, I actually can get behind that. I was picturing full like <laughs> no, no, public no. locker room YMCA. Like, and that's why I tried to stress like it wasn't a public shower. Like, and you did seem to kind of receive that, but then still, yeah, it got lost on wall. <laughs> Wait, I have two things to say. One, um, wait, I, I'm sorry. I have one really quick please, thing before please. we move. Uh, are, are we both? On. Are we both manic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't identify as manic, but I do want to say I love the form of onomatopoeia, where it's onomatopoetic. Don't even know what that is. Oh my god, the act- the adjectival form of onomatopoeia is oh onomatopoetic. Uh, That's beautiful. I didn't know that was. Yeah, word. I know, and that makes Here me think I it should am, be called published, an onomatopoeia. <laughs> okay, sorry, I keep going. And I also love the word adjectival. It's my favorite adjective. Oh, what? my favorite adjective is act- adjectival. That is your fun fact, your first day of college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'm Pat. I'm from Long Island. I'm a I... freshman living in Rocky, and my favorite adjective is adjectival. <laughs> yeah. Adjectival sounds like you're like literally like you've lost all faculty and there's like spit drooling out of your mouth. And you're like, oh. Really? A little bit. But you know what I have to say? I'm sorry. Go. Well, I just came, I came at this podcast guns blazing a few weeks ago saying I didn't know how I felt about the show Ted Lasso. And I actually said I love it. Oh, yeah. I think I, I think I it's could so possibly love it. good. And there, to be honest, here's how I feel. Jason Sudeikis is... At the end of the day, as they'd say on Love Island, annoying. Yeah, but there are yeah. three incredible. You don't characters. want to rip his clothes off, as you say. You don't want to rip his clothes off. No, I don't. <laughs> He's not like. Yeah, I don't. I'm I didn't like, want to like rip his clothes off when I see him. And, like, yeah, it's like, oh, that's important. Like, and they're like that's important. Like, you should have that. Yeah, you you deserve to have that. I know. I have no <laughs> desire to rip Jason Sudeikis' clothes off. But there are three characters who are all incredible: um, Roy, Jamie, and Nate. And those are three characters I would watch them do anything. And um, so I think you should watch it. I think you'll like it. I don't know. You know what? I'm scared to I mean, talk I've about seen, it. I know people seen, are mad about it on Twitter, but I don't know why. And I actually am in a place in my life um, medically where I can't go too deep on Twitter because um, I have PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, what was I going to say? I watched three to four minutes of it and thought it seemed interesting. Yeah, it's really charming. You know what I'll say? So uh, the therapy I was just in. I'm doing full exposure therapy to my jealous. So you know how I'm jealous of everyone, but I also don't want to yeah. change a single thing about myself. Uh-huh. So unfortunately, I, I have a medical condition where I don't want to be anyone else, but I'm jealous of everything everyone else has, which is cool. And that is cool. I'm doing literal exposure therapy, and I'm just like looking at, pe- like literally, we'll be like just like looking at people's Instagram accounts who bother me, and just like kind of diving into why they bother me it's so funny i'm picturing like you and your therapist looking at like a getty image of like a woman with like an asymmetrical like (laughs) short pixie haircut like holding an emmy and smiling literally that's what we're doing and she's like so what about her that's like wait speaking of um asymmetrical haircuts the other two is so fucking funny it's so fucking funny it really is like so i had watched the beginning of the first season but last night we were like let's get caught up so we can watch the new season we watched just like yeah six episodes in a row and i was just like Scree! It's so the episode funny. you texted me about was yeah. so funny and uh, <laughs> drag my ass to absolute hell. 
And um, the um, what was I going to say? The new Hadid is is, is so funny. And also, and that's we have to give a shout out to a friend. Her face is settled, but they still be making some change. They still may be making some changes. So please don't post. And um, I will say that um, be a friend of the pod. BSJ wrote that episode. Yes, (laughs) and friend of the pod Helena York is like the star of the show. Yes, and yeah, she is so funny. Oh my! I hosted. Did I tell you I hosted like a moderator panel with Chris and Sarah and Drew and. um, um, Helena It was actually so much fun Now they're my blood relatives No like on Zoom It was on Zoom No it was on our Other favorite thing And when I say this phrase Of what it was on <laughs> It'll scary. I think it'll be evocative Streamyard It was on yeah, Streamyard Dynasty typewriter vibes <laughs> yeah. What was and it for? So it was for like um, New Fest I think New Fest okay. It was so It was really fun And okay. um, I don't I, I, Which is so What's so cool about me Is I don't know where it's available But um, <laughs> It was an absolute blast I want to be clear Half the things I've done Professionally I don't know where they're available <laughs> And I don't know If anyone knows Someone messaged me on TikTok No not on TikTok On Instagram Saying do you have a TikTok Like If you think you're too old You're not and cool. I was like, first of all, like that's not my issue with TikTok. My my issue with TikTok is that I don't have any ideas of a TikTok. <laughs> I can't have an I I haven't had an idea of a TikTok yet. Though well, I had someone, so much. Mm. I, you, you know that I'm someone who doesn't do like the fatty filters. Like I'm not someone who's you know doing what you know what kind sure. of gay. Sorry, was that fatty I? with a with a double D? With a double D, but okay. you thought I said what did you thought I said the other F word? Yeah, which, which I, isn't isn't a bad word anymore. Which isn't a bad word anymore. Half of, um, TikTok, half of me looking at TikTok, just me looking at like plus size girls and being like, they're stunning, I'm stunning, we're changing oh, the world together. When I thought, so I was talking about the other F word being fag, faggy oh. filters. <laughs> yeah, and I can say that. And I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Though Bethany Frankel does say it in season two of Real Housewives <laughs> of New York, which I'm re-watching with well, my same sex sexual of, partner. Speaking of that F word, there's also in the new season there too the, the amazing scene where Carrie like turns to himself out on the street and he's like, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, anyways, but um, shout out to everyone who works on that show. On that, pro- and, shout out to that program, it's so good. But what was I going to say? Um... Oh, oh yeah. So I was having the most fun. Angela had the fa- Angela. Sometimes always like on the new filters, but like doesn't post. Just plays around. Like mm. like it's a little sandbox. I never and experienced that. Do you know that I had a boyfriend who did sandbox therapy? Was that when you go in a sandbox and do therapy? Yeah, you kind of just like use the toys, and the therapist tells you like what's going on with you. I think. What's so interesting is that really anything could be therapy. Like there's pet therapy and like painting <laughs> therapy, where it's just regular therapy while you do something else. You know what I mean? Anyone can invent that. I'm gonna do phone therapy what about on me? your phone. This is podcasting I, therapy. Podcasting therapy, <laughs> juggling therapy. You juggle. I'll talk to you about your shit while you juggle. Um, but anyways, he found this amazing filter where you turn into a horse during the filter, like throughout the filter, like. It's like, do you, do you ever do Animorphs? Were you an Animorphs hoe? I could see you going either way on that, but it might be a little mm-hmm. before your time. It's before my time. Oh my god, it was the best. I, I, when I was little, I was, I loved young adult fiction like no one else. Like, I always had a literal Hardy Boys book up my fucking asshole, jerking <laughs> off to like those two young men solving those mysteries. Okay, and um, call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I was young. They were teens. I was like 11. Okay, if anything, call, call so, the cops. So call the cops on them. <laughs> call the cops on the Hardy Boys. <laughs> call the cops on the Hardy Boys for me jerking <laughs> off to them. 
<laughs> we're getting jerked off to by you. No, I would, I would literally get so excited when, like, one of them would go on, like, even though it was with a girl, like, one of them would, like, every once in a while in a book, like, one of them would, like, go on a pizza date with, like, their girlfriend. And I'd be like, oh, my God, I hope they kiss. And, um, and sometimes, like, um, the girlfriend would randomly get, like, kidnapped for no reason. And I'd be like, this is so hot because now he has to rescue. Oh, wait, but, I'm um, getting a dispatch. I'm getting a dispatch from the production studio that our guests arrived. Oh, my God. I literally was having too much fun to even get the dispatch. Bring him out. 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 This guest, you know, this guest is, we say family often, but this guest is like. Yeah, we use the this term guest family. Is, we, we use it too loosely. We use it too loosely. I've said on this very podcast, people were family who absolutely weren't oh, family. Now, this guest no, but, invented being our family. This guest has been <laughs> yeah. family from a day adult, a pop- as they say on Love Island, Dane. <laughs> from early days. Can and they hear us? I think they can. Put your ears. Are, ears are they recording? Op- are you recording? Put your ears, ears open, open for Reed Pope. Pope. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, wow. Oh my God. To cross to the other side to go. <laughs> cross from, over. We're actually watching them take their producer's hat off and put their talent cap on. <laughs> and it's such a crazy thing to see happen. Oh does, it look, does it look good? It, it looks, looks amazing. This, this new hat looks amazing. I love your hat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh my god! It's all about hats. In it's all about this episode. Is all about hats. Um, what the heaven and hell is up? Yeah. You know the world's. I'm sure you talked about it. The world's exploding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we didn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, what's like, have talk you about? actually ever listened to our podcast? All we like <laughs> yogurt and TV. Wait, what <laughs> to TV? With this energy. I would love to know. In the last 12 minutes, I can't think of a single thing we talked about. <laughs> I remember I said that you shouldn't be able to do therapy while you do other things like pet therapy. I said that I was like showing my therapist people on Instagram. Yeah. That. No, that but the world the world is ending. Um, the world is ending. You're right. Especially my oh. home state is really fucking up. Is really yeah. kind of spearing the head. Spe- spearheading. Yeah. That's the word I was looking about. They're spearing the head. <laughs> They're spearing the head on the issue. But um, I know all we can do is. Podcast. All we can do <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> is podcast from our homes. You Obviously, know? Every, every person should have the right to abortion for free whenever they want it. But yeah. that's not what's happening. Fully. Anyway, sorry to start with that. No, <laughs> no you know what? Up. You came in with your to. truth, which is like probably what everyone else was thinking about. And we were kind of living in our fantasy world because this is an escape. <laughs> when you did say the world was ending, I was like, yeah, it did rain last night, huh? Uh-huh. Maybe, <laughs> well, I thought about the water, that out, no, Pat, I was literally talking about the water, but then Catherine went abortion. <laughs> oh, no fires in California. We could do whatever. I just, <laughs> every now and then, every now and then, I feel like I realize, I, I, I take on, I, I just can't sleep because I think about the world ending. And last night was that night. But so. you know so, what, honey bunny, is that I'm not in New York, so for me, it's not raining. Here's uh, my deal. Okay. But is your I apartment okay? Are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Okay, of course I'm fine. I'm just you know. Well, people oh, yeah. are dying. It's uh, well, sad. I did. I did. Um, I did Uber before I knew. Like I did a show last night in Hell's Kitchen, my favorite town in the, in the continental United <laughs> States is Hell's Kitchen. You simply must go for a weekend, and. Um, I took an Uber home. Obviously, I knew it was going to be hell because it was like an $80 Uber. I was like, I know. But I was like, but literally when we got to Brooklyn, it was truly like for, like foraging a river. Like it was crazy and it was like actually scary. I'm so, glad you're both safe and sound. Do you live with your literal GF? I don't know. We don't live together. I, I mean, we basically do. How long have you? you. How, how long have you? Can I ask? 
How have we been dating? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I asked that. I didn't know fully what you're saying. <laughs> I came on and I was like, okay, like you, this is actually perfect situation. Don't be nervous. You know everything about their lives. You know how they speak. And you're going to be You know how they speak. You know how they speak. Literally for you to be talking about the rain and I'm like, abortion is a human right. <laughs> and like, no, yeah. I, I literally was talking to producer Allison. I was like, okay, I can do the morning, but I know that's hard for them. And then like maybe the night, but I also know that's kind of hard because they might be tired. So night maybe the hard. middle of the day. Was oh it weird God. dealing um, with um, producer Allison? Was it kind of like going back to your old college and seeing the yeah, it was reunion. It was watching the acapella group at the reunion. <laughs> Do you miss us? For those for those not in the know, which if you're listening to this, you should know. For the un- producer Ex hot producer Reed was once our producer when we worked with um, and <laughs> <laughs> and now they've moved on to bigger and better things. But do you miss us or care about us or what? Oh, of course. I I, I stopped listening for a bit and then I caught up and now I'm I listen every week. I just needed a break. Aww. It wasn't about oh, you. It was I, about me. Guess I, what? Have I need a break from myself constantly. I think I listened to the first five episodes of this podcast, and that's it. I don't think I've listened to it in probably almost three years. I only listened cool. when I was actively trying to fuck people, because I was like, I wonder if they're listening, and I wanted to hear it through their ears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to be so brave on this podcast. Remember you talked about um, that crush, and it inspired that crush to text me and say, you know, I don't like you back. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I'm going on a date with your dear friend, who's actually in your same kind of podcasting cinematic universe. Those were the days. days. Those we have those two questions. Days. I mean, those were the days, and now these are, if you can call Not these the things days. days, good for you. <laughs> now, <laughs> you, I have two questions for you. One, you need to tell us how long have you. Oh, yeah. And two, um, who were you, who are you, and who do you want to <laughs> oh be? Oh, my That's God. Because okay. well, there's, there's lots to discuss, so we got to yeah. get right into it. Okay, a uh, year and one month with Jess. Um, wow. That's a chicest time. And I'm, <laughs> can you believe it? I mean, I'm a different person. Because, like, when literally. Because when you ask someone how long have you and it's under a year, there's definitely a chorus in your mind that's like, come back to me when it's over a year, yeah, sweetheart. Right. <laughs> but then, like, when it's too long, it's like, okay, do you even care about them anymore? But year and one month, it's like, what you have is real. Okay, so thank you're you. telling, what you're telling me is that you <laughs> hey, met, thank you. you <laughs> <laughs> y'all met when, like, for a second, we all pretended the pandemic was over in New York City during the summer. Yes. Bars, okay. the, the bars blew their doors open, threw their doors open. We said, we're going to go on one How day. How did you connect? Uh, the application hinge. Of yeah. course. Of course. And I would expect nothing else. And we will and model for the ads. We will do success story press if you yes. want us for that. Yeah. If you y'all work for Hinge, sound off in the comms. Get read on a subway poster saying, we downloaded the app to delete it. That, their ad campaign, we can all admit, is really good. It's good. It's <laughs> I, good. I, I'm, I actually, like, have, like, I'm so embarrassed, but I, like, love subway ads sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I'm, like, you know, when there's a whole series and it's, like, yeah. each one's a little different. And mm-hmm. it's, like, I'm, like, always, pe- like, sticking the my neck out easy peering. ones? Yeah. Pe- <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm always, like, peering down, like, the whole train, like, trying to read, like, what hoping for What story are they new. telling? What's the narrative arc? The easy <laughs> ones are sexual, too. So it's, like, a late night. Yeah. You're yeah. looking at them on the train. I mean... <laughs> The straightest ones are like thruple got your tongue. Move yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ass so ones. big you need another room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Title of that the street easy one. Um, the street easy one is like the street easy one will be like two gay men in fully like gap basic tea and like and full like pa- like flannel pajama pants like and one of them has glasses and they're like lying like face to face like smiling and like gelled hair but in bed and it's like this isn't the gay experience what you're selling towards me. But it can be. I mean, you, you just explained mine. <laughs> that, 
<laughs> one has glasses, <laughs> one doesn't. Gelled hair, look like that, exactly the same. Does your Sig O um, have glasses? Is that what you're telling us right now? Yes, she does. And as of two days ago, I now do, but I'm pretending like I don't. Oh, good. Good. And please, style, and please continue. Are you, are you? Are things far away for you or close for you? Oh, um, that, no. What style? Uh, it's what a stigma, style? It's a stigma. It's a stigma. <laughs> oh my god, that is so early two thousands. Yeah, I know. I know. That's a commercial. Well, I'm That's the a hot commercial. twin. You're the hot twin. Yes, I was just gonna say, wasn't there twins? That was yes. like, I have astigmatism, and the other my one's hot like, twin I. Doesn't. <laughs> it was like cool. Like you're revolutionary as twins. <laughs> Those twins were in the early 2000s. We were so horny for twins, and the in pre the 2000s. We were actually scared of twins, and that's when you saw things like The Shining mm-hmm. and twins conceptually were very scary, and and that was probably in like the seventies. Twins and, reinvented twins in the eighties and nineties. Twins were wholesome and cute and fun, yeah. and then to the two thousands, we were like, what if these twins that we've all been scared of or adored, what if they actually had huge tits <laughs> and you know were sexually viable creatures? What if twins were sexually viable creatures? We asked in two thousand two, and now they and don't exist. And now, they, and now there's never, there's, now there's, yeah. I was going to say, I can't think of a single, I can't think of a single representation in the media as of late. N- neither can I. The only kinds of twins there are is like, this is the kinds of twins you are. It's like, you'll know like, um, a, you'll know like a, uh, a guy, a man, and then they'll be like, oh yeah, I have a twin. Is uh, my sister's twin with me. And right. they'll be like, oh, like I've never seen them. And they're like, they live in New York. They're, yeah, they're, no they live in New York. And it's like, oh, okay. Are you close? And they're like, yeah. It's like, okay, well, I've never huh. seen this twin anywhere near you. No huh. one's monetizing their twinship anymore in the in the 2020s. In the well, 20s. I think we've explored the, I mean, we've hit it from every angle, yeah. twins. We've hit, and also no one's identical twins anymore. Even twins that look just alike, you'll say, you're identical. You'll, you'll walk up to them on the street and say, you're identical twins. And they'll <laughs> say, no, we're not, no. actually. We're fraternal. Mm. So, anyways, I'm sure that was the point of why you said. Anyways, thanks for joining us. This was such a great episode, y'all. I'm follow so Reed on their socials. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I, um, I actually do also have a twin. I thought to say it. Uh, no, um, I know Pat was shocked. Follow my twin. Uh, no, people thought my sister and I were twins, but we're two years apart. That was me and my brother. No, I never got that. Not even. And as I said before, no one looks like me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know, and y'all know, y'all know better than us. Even I mean, we know we know the same amount as you that everyone needs an escape, but those can be hard to come by right now. Literally, we live in H E double hockey sticks. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen for once, and where your pleasure, honey, is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on, or that coworker you always had a little thing for, uh-oh. Or maybe a story that puts you in bed with someone who's telling you exactly what they'd like to do to you. Now that's hot. Plus, Dipsy actually goes ahead and they release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And if you need to just simply wind down for once, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. So for listeners of this show called Seek Treatment, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash seektreatment. 
That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsea.stories.com slash seek treatment. Dipsystories.com slash seek treatment. Oh my, oh my, oh me, oh my. It's fall, y'all. Time to replace your water intake with, say it with me, pumpkin spice lattes. And go <laughs> and go out of your way to step on a crunchy leaf. Because the coziest time of the year is here. Find your comfort in undies, loungewear, and more with Me Undies. Because Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. I honestly, I have to say, when my Me Undies arrive, I get so excited. They are the softest, and they are the softest underwear I've ever worn. They don't give any oh, like they don't give any seams or creases. They don't like push into you. You know what I? The girls know what I mean. I I love when something doesn't push into you for one <laughs> single second of your life. And I also love like the cut I get is this super high cut. It's so flattering. Literally, my lover was like, "Those look so sexy on you." I was like, "Honey, it's Me Undies. Get on board. Step on a crunchy leaf with us." Okay, here's what I want you to do. Imagine the softest thing you've ever felt. (laughs) Now, imagine that same thing, but on your butt. You're now thinking about me undies. They're designed by the country's top softness scientists to be the softest thing you've ever worn. Period. Point blank period event. From undies to loungewear, their fabrics are breathable, light, and almost irresponsibly cozy. Really, you might not be able to stop lounging on the couch. You've been warned. Available in sizes XS through 4XL in a variety of classic colors and iconic prints. Me Undies will have your back and your butt all fall along. Now, Me Undies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. Me Undies also has their problem free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. I really love my Me Undies, y'all. They're my new favorite go tos. Y'all know I don't always wear undies, but when I do, honey, I'm wearing Me Undies. So to get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash seek treatment. That's MeUndies.com slash seek treatment. Now, wait, so you guys met on Hinge. Yes. And then you met up at IRL, I assume. Yeah, at a bar. Uh, Did you F on the F? Did you F on the FD? Okay, no. So, I mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, it's got ink it in was my mouth. like the 50s. What did you say, Pat? Mm-hmm. I can't hear anything. Okay. No, no, no. I said I think I just got ink in my mouth. It wasn't part of the podcast. It wasn't part of the episode. It canonically doesn't okay, exist. Okay, but if you I... need me to call uh, am- the ambulance. <laughs> poison control. <laughs> I would love if you can call poison control. Will's handle. And thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> thank God. Thank God you're kidding. <laughs> uh, it was 1950s. It was 1950s. It was 50s. We didn't even, t- we barely hugged because it was like still covid like, the doors right. were open to the bars, but everybody was paralyzed. Like, uh, assholes clenched. Like, what do we do? And I've never not gone home with someone on the first day. <laughs> until yes. that, yeah. Until that date. And then the next date, we, like, kissed. But it was like, can we even do this? And then finally, we just were like, okay, we'll, we'll watch the social network and then we'll fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, finally, finally you guys were like, the vaccine isn't real. COVID isn't real. We're having sex. <laughs> yeah. Finally, you Gayness said that isn't to each real, other. You know? We're, we're Republicans having gay sex with each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a question. No, it's the first date when you don't go home. What is the vibe? Is it kind of like you both acknowledge like, hey, like it is COVID. So we're both going to go home. Or is it kind of like, like what was kind of the, it was weird. the nuts and bolts? 
I, it was, yeah, it was like a weird, like, shimmy, walk side to side, do we hug? Like, okay, see you later. And like, thank God we were going in different directions. Um, yeah. Because that would have been hell to walk totally. around yeah. Bushwick or Bed-Stuy or wherever we were um, together. Uh, yeah, it was that. And I was like, normally I feel like there's, I was, I'm like more mask and there's like a power dynamic where it's like, I make the decision. Okay, this is mm-hmm. fucked up. Nobody <laughs> listen to me. This is not right. But it is in my brain that I am the one that's like, I should get the drink. I should be like, oh, mm. we're going to go home, blah, blah, blah. But like. You're holding doors. You're holding. I'm you're holding, you're I'm holding. holding. The, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 bowing. Yeah, I'm. Well, no, she's bowing. bowing You're bowing. <laughs> she's bowing down to me. No, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, the point is that it's like I kept complaining to literally everyone in my life, mostly my therapist and my one roommate I was trapped with, that it was like a level. It was too level. I kept being like it was a too level playing field. Mm. The power dynamic yeah, yeah, was yeah. a straight line, and I didn't. So you are equal. Up. You felt like equals. Yeah, which I guess is good <laughs> but, <laughs> but were you instantly like, like in love or what was your what'd you leave the first date thinking so we talked for like four hours which is a lot i feel too much yeah, yeah too much even yeah i know I, but i wasn't like tired i was really like oh i don't want to go on this date because it was a pandemic i hadn't seen like anyone mm-hmm. and i just felt like whatever and i was like i'll see how this goes and we talked for four hours and then i left and i was like oh, oh yeah God. i think i like her yeah, oh for me it's like that old thing. She's gonna kill me. Like, she's literally gonna kill me. <laughs> no, no, she's, she's family. not gonna kill you. She's family. I have her right here, and she's loving everything oh, you're saying. Oh my god, Isn't that right, Jess? Babe. It, for me, you know that um that saying where it's like nothing good happens after two a.m. or whatever that people yeah. say. Mm-hmm. I, that's for me with conversations. Like nothing good happens after the third minute of a conversation. Like, <laughs> anything so after true. the third minute, it's kind of like okay, now we're just at risk of like not liking each other anymore i feel like third minutes bad but then like 15 minutes is like well we're here so i guess it has to get better and then totally i've been experiencing this with i started grad school this week and oh my god thank you and you didn't say (laughs) you didn't say thank you but you didn't i i I, I gasped in terror i said oh my god yeah anyway the point is i wish (gasps) that that looks so good pat wait what do you have oh it's fine he just um, slurped it. Wait, I have oh. one in my fridge. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> when you have a can, when you have a can of diet, the world's oyster. Um, wait, I'm sorry. We started grad school saying? literally this week. There's so much. To, there's so much going on. I know everything's happening in my in my life, uh, but also nothing. Yeah. Playwriting, um, right? Yeah, and I wish that people could tell me, by people I mean like God or myself, that when I'm gonna be shy, <laughs> when I'm gonna be shy in a conversation, and when I literally don't shut the fuck up because. With every new person, it's like minute three. I'm either like having a heart attack, can't say a word, or I've already like yes. told them my whole life story. And I'm like, everyone hates me for different reasons. Either they think I'm quiet and weird, or they think I like never <laughs> shut up and I need to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I am um, everyone. Title of app, everyone hates me for different reasons. <laughs> I um, I will. This is conversation has reminded me of the last time I saw you, which was on actually uh, Guinness World Records. Guinness World Records just inducted it as the most difficult social setting of all time. Oh my god! Which was a a birthday boat with everyone I've ever met in my life besides Catherine. Oh my Catherine. god! <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't go, but. You were on yeah. the town, right? But wait, who were you? Who are you? Who do you want to be? Like, wait, actually start from square one for one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, wait, wait. I just want to say that my therapist was invited to that boat party. That is, that is so yes. crazy. And why? I hope, I hope he's listening. Because um, I can't say why. But he is was he in a, the community? It, he must have had sex with someone near the boat. <laughs> He must have had sex with the boatyard person. He must have had sex with the boat. I can neither confirm nor deny. I actually don't know. 
he was very vague about it but i was talking about this boat party for weeks because i was like this seems like a stressful situation but of course i'm gonna throw myself into it and pray i have a good time and and it was it was an honor it was an honor to be invited it was an honor to be a plus one um (laughs) no i had fun i had 400 vodka sodas and then my therapist showed up at the after party Oh my god! <laughs> and so I crazy. turned a friend of podcast Grace Cool and Schmidt, and I was like, "What do I do? He's here. He's literally here. Oh do I go god. say hi?" And then he later tells me, "Yeah, I saw you like minutes before, but like I just like didn't come over and say hi because I guess that's illegal what? or whatever." I don't well, know. It's I don't know probably, the rules. Well, therapists shouldn't be allowed to go to certain spaces where where people might be. You know what I mean? Yeah, therapists yeah. need their own. Their own kind of Olympic village. We all where have to make sacrifices s- for our careers. Yeah, they should live in pods. They should live in like yeah, love is blind pods with us. They should live in love is blind pods with us. Yeah, you never see them. You just talk to them through a wall. Um, so smart. Okay. So anyway, yeah, he was break invited, it down. He's and he oh, wait, said, sorry. okay, I'm I'm literally I'm leading this podcast. He no, I'm just saying, <laughs> Pat, to your point. He said. Nothing sounded worse than being trapped on a boat for five hours and like a par- at a party and not being able to leave. Yeah, fi- yeah, it really felt like all day. It really felt like you were on the boat all day. Like it felt like you were. It was a week long cruise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it it was. But anyways, we had like a lot of different adventures. Went to different locations. Anyway, for the record, if anyone's listening, had a great time. Had four hundred vodka sodas. Talked to my therapist on the way out. It was weird. I don't remember <laughs> anything I said. <laughs> now crazy. who was I? <laughs> and now good. to segue perfectly I, into my life slaying, history am i slaying this you're absolutely slaying okay. you're slaying people destroying. put pressure on me can i ask you what what is house boot house boot what is house you. the boots down couldn't so tell you but i use down. it all the time i know i, house, I noticed that's why i asked you <laughs> <laughs> house down Don't i know, I know. That house down <laughs> house down aesthetically is supposed to be like an exclamation point like the line is the house and then the dot is like the explosion what? i don't know why people say boots like i don't under, i don't know why people say boots and i've even asked people who I do feel, say boots quite a bit i, I say like why do you say would boots? Help me understand. house down boots I, I don't like, know what boots. It's House either a drag like, race or a meme or a drag race. I thought meme. it was a drag thing. Yeah. Well, it's definitely from like ballroom culture for sure. Here's like now, okay. now a thousand people are going to message us being like, "You idiots! This is what it is." And it's like, I want to say, thank you for letting us know. Lifelong learners. Yeah. I'm in grad school. I want to know. No, I'm sure it's something like ballroom culture, early drag culture, and now it like is a thing that every single like kind of um, straight woman like social media person Me. like uses you you straight woman social media yeah, manager, manager. Um, <laughs> use, you, know, you know what I mean it's like in mainstream but no one really knows what it means unless you were like I don't I know should, like, I could just I'm sure easily, lots of people know what it means I, just, I didn't bother to do the research I just tweeted it a bunch <laughs> so, you really oh. should have researched what boots means before you came on this podcast because yeah. now you know this is a disaster did? you know what I did before I you know what I've never done before is I saw something online that was like, you know when it's pre-order only? Yeah. yeah. Like books. I did it. Oh, I boots. did it for boots. I did it for boots. I, I, I t- yeah, I, the other books. Take, <laughs> change one letter and you got boots. Um, and I'm really excited and I can't wait to show y'all them in mid-November. Okay. So. Oh, wow. Sorry. I'm just sorry. Just really quickly. Really quickly. Just really quickly. Um, I'm in an amazing situation, which is that. When I go to record, like, for some reason, my TV, the cable is on. It's when I turn the TV on, it goes straight to, like, a QVC type space. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I'm, and I only really go on cable when I'm going to DVR or something. But while I'm searching for, 
on the DVR to find it and record it. I I get to listen to like whatever like th- this woman selling this watch, and it's like so fun. It's so fun to watch like a sixty three year old woman like sell a watch and talk about gemstones and be like, and these gemstones are gorgeous and look at them and we only have a couple and last time this sold out really fast ladies so you're gonna get it wanted i cannot believe we're selling it for this price (laughs) and look at them and look at them and look at them and look at that all right anyways now where now who were you for once (laughs) okay i was a small jew uh (laughs) in california and i did theater and diving is that a good answer i've listened to hundreds yes. of these okay where in california and when i say we're in california i mean one of two boxes la or other other <laughs> other it's other and uh, that's cool it's really cool to be other i would never want what, to be they're LA from up friends. they're from up you're from up right up, up up yeah i'll always remember finding out about other from the cartoon show uh brace face with voice actress alicia silverstone because she lived in california but it was always snowy and i was like what's the deal and someone was like there can there's north too Wait, that was her <laughs> i had no idea she, alicia silverstone voiced brace face from the cartoon she show. she taught brace you that face. there's north too oh my god <laughs> she taught me that there's north too even in california there is north wait i had no idea um, that was her i sent her protein bars one time you sent alicia silverstone protein bars yeah one time yeah. Did she say thank you? Yeah. Cool. Was that your bean your bean job or you're not doing it? Yeah, that was bean job. I worked I did <laughs> I did social media for beans, but then I also somehow also shipped the protein bars that were made of beans. You know <laughs> oh what? God. In this town you do what you can to be able to pursue your dreams at night. And now you I only part time work for them while I'm in grad school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're so with beans. And now she yeah, now she only sends bean bars to Stacey I, Dash. Literally, yeah. And yeah. And Gwyneth. Uh, that was huge for me. Yeah. Anyway, Northern California doesn't snow. What? Well, yeah, it doesn't snow. How did you become diving? And you have an amazing... Yeah, who on... Here's what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> you can't dip your toe in the pool. You just literally... Th- you have to have... What happened to you that you were like, <laughs> here I go? I always wonder how... Like, how does someone That's do their... crazy! How does someone do their first flip where they're just... You know what exactly. I mean? Like, it's such a risk if you haven't done it before. Oh, you absolutely. Because... Yeah. When was your first flip and how did you do it? My first flip actually wasn't for a while because I was like a little bitch and I cried a lot. I didn't want to do it. I got away oh. with like doing everything but the flip. I basically... Everything but. Uh, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> everything but. Everything but. You can do everything. There are people that compete at the very low level with everything but. Really? The flip. Um, yeah. They're like front dive, half twist, back dive, half twist. Every... Yeah. What the fuck is a back dive? You just do it backwards. Pretend I'm pretend I'm holding you like you're like standing like pretend I'm holding you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm, pre- I'm pretending and it's incredible. Oh my god, I, I've <laughs> never felt you. such levels of calm. Yeah, well, there's a reason I would go home with everybody after the oh, <laughs> for my current level. There's a reason you um, bedded your therapist after the boat party. <laughs> <laughs> I literally he was gonna be my he's gonna be my crush of the week. So get, so get ready. ready for that. Everyone. <laughs> he's gonna break up with me after. This. <sighs> um, oh god, no, I um, it's like if. If someone like holds the small of your back mm-hmm. and you like lean backwards and look for the water, that's a back dive. That's how I like spot people. Interesting. Now, small of your back is such an interesting phrase because it's like it just means an air. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, it's not that small. Either. And by definition, like it can't be small because it doesn't even it doesn't even refer to a specific thing. It's just like the bottom area of your back. It's as small as or big as you choose to make it, kind of. Who named it? The small of your back is a construct. So to talk about it in terms of size is so strange to me. 
that's fucked and up. that's my journal everyone's back is a different size everyone's so why so why are we saying that um now what's diving culture like what is that like is everyone nice to you um no <laughs> no no yeah I wait okay so my dad dropped me off for swim lessons a story I tell everybody and then I saw the divers and I was eight and I was like that looks way more fun than going back and forth across mm. the pool and at that point I was just the kid that like flipped around anyway you know like on the yeah you were, you were Taylor Swift's fearless I was I was and now I'm scared of everything and that's the cost that's the price you have to I pay I know but for flipping, I, at an, for flipping at an early age for flipping at an early if your kid flips at an early but age isn't that just isn't and here I go waxing poetic, but isn't that just growing up? You like start, you're fearless, you expect all the good things, and then the world tells you to get fucked, and you start being scared of even something as simple as riding a horse, which I did a few weeks ago, and I was really scared. Oh no, that's, <laughs> that's really scary. I peed my pants on a horse once, not from being scared, but the ride was too long, and I was like, Oh my god, you had to let it out. Yeah, oh my it god, was- that's so. No offense, but that's so mean to it's the so horse. so rude to the horse. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like for one, animal, animal rights activists are uh, screaming. <laughs> for, for one, for it's like, imagine someone's like, first of all, I didn't ask for you to ride me. You're just kind of riding me. Cool. True. But now you're <laughs> saying it's too long, which I never even asked for it. Now you're peeing on me. Which it's is, not the horse's fault for it being too long. <laughs> it's not the horse's fault for being too long at all. <laughs> yeah. It's the rider on, instructor person. Uh, at no, all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um okay so the point is anyway, uh, okay oh, yeah. what's the point the point is i did diving <laughs> for 12 years i started i didn't flip and then i think i flipped at like age 10 to answer that call back to that question a long time ago <laughs> that's amazing and you're like call back to that question you asked and didn't let me answer <laughs> no i'm going all over the place okay I, i'm still flipping I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get back into it um yeah so i dove for 12 years diving culture is very much um different in every state every club my club was like russian coach uh mm. if you're two minutes late a lot of yelling a lot of like running extra laps and yeah i will say i hope this is okay to Killing say vibes. it does feel like russians are obsessed with being coaches do you know what i mean so it's like a russian coach yeah. who's like making you do a flip uh, wait speaking yeah. of did you watch the um Pat and I told you to watch the Caitlyn Jenner Netflix thing. I have not watched it yet. No. Oh, okay. It was just like all. It's so funny because it's like it's the whole thing's an hour or whatever. But it's like ninety nine percent of it is about just like watching her win the Olympics, and yeah. at the end she's like, "Then I transitioned," and then it's like end of show. <laughs> I love that. But it was fascinating. That's gonna be me. Anyways, it's gonna be my documentary. A- it's gonna be it's gonna be two hours, multiple series on diving culture, about diving, Russian coaches, um, the time I. Uh, threw up blood because of diving and then oh. i know that was a, that was the most what traumatic happened? day in my life it really goes down as the most scary thing ever just from hitting water if you if you feel safe can you share the story with us oh yeah just a fucking idiot and i like thought i was at my head but i was actually horizontal to the water and then i like smacked and then <sighs> i it yeah it was from seven meters so and it was out of me and i scored halves <laughs> So, like, you know, I was, like, 10, 10, 10. I got, like, half, one, half. Because technically I completed oh my the dive. God. But, yeah. And then I just was, like, it, so I guess the water, like, knocked the wind out of me so much that I was just, like, coughing up blood. And oh my, my coach God. was, like, you have to finish oh the meet. Oh, my God. And so I went up and did two other dives. Yeah. No. I was, like, crying in the hot tub. Like, I mean, most of my life I was crying in the hot tub. Like, practice, scared, like, scared, crying in the hot tub, everything. Okay. So you were at a luxury spa. I was at a luxury spa for most of my life. Yeah. And now I'm here. It is horny to me. I mean, for Is hot tub a big part of diving culture? Huge. That's where all the gossiping happens. That's where, like, when you find out someone was pregnant, 
by hearing whispers in the hot tub. I remember we were really little. We were like 11 and we were like, oh my God, this person's pregnant. Um, Remember when people were like, can you get pregnant in a hot tub? Yeah, that was like a huge... Did I tell y'all I had sex in a pool? When? No. (laughs) I'm sure sure you told us at some point. (laughs) Um, It was actually a few weeks ago. Cool. Cool. Did you like it? Well, it was so hard to get it in because it was dry. Yeah, I was going to say, water was actually... As we all know, it was... Water's dry. (laughs) It was so hard hard to get it in. But then then once it was in, (laughs) thanks to my guys pre-cum, we got it pumping. And um, we both uh, let it rip. Climax. um, it was it was very fun to be able, like to be he could like lift me up because it was water and I was like oh I finally for once know what it's like to feel lifted lifted oh, I wish was in closer. my experience not really but like I wish that like oh that just makes it a little easier it's like no nah. I know it can be so dry down there for us it really <laughs> it's like so Zoloft Butrin is like a desert at this point oh my god oh, for sure. lizard's paradise a lizard's paradise <laughs> Um, <laughs> lizard's paradise. Vaginas are a lizard's paradise. Um, now, read. Wait. So, and then, like, what I will notice is because I'll, you know, see these boys, and I am. Ta- I know say that his you name. noticed. Say his, <laughs> name. Say his, say his name. name. Tommy Daly. <laughs> okay. They'll have these very specific bodies, and then they'll all be in the hot tub with these bodies, and they all seem gay. I'm like, you must be like, oh, that's so horny to me. They're all in these really specific kind of speedos that really show their like cum gutters in a very specific uh-huh. way and I'm always like how did you get those because I don't see you would get it from diving I understand if you're you know what I mean like yeah. how do they is it an aesthetic thing do they just choose to like do that so like you mean their bodies or their speedos like where do they get it like what's <laughs> it hey actually amazing what's question it? okay I mean like for me what it is is like so if you're I you know there's some sports where it's like oh like their bodies look this certain way right, because right. their sport makes that but to me it's like I don't understand how jumping off a diving board makes them have those bodies so why do they all have right that it's same like gymnastics kind of- so like it's all fast twitch muscles everything you're like you're like throwing your arms down to get in the tuck you're using your abs to bring your legs up into the flip so the abs are huge because like you can't do a backflip without abs you can't do yeah, like and, any a lot of, <laughs> and that's why I can't do a that. That explains so. That's why much I can't do it anymore. And these damn backflips. I think I physically don't have abs. I honestly think I physically do not have abs. No, everybody has. Me too. I have abs. extra ribs. I literally have extra ribs. I don't even know if I have that. But I would love an has, extra rib. <laughs> extra rib. Read. Okay. <laughs> everybody has abs. Okay. No, but yeah. So someone thinks they're a doctor. Those guys. Okay. One. Let's address the small speedo. You're hitting the water at 35 miles an hour. No, actually, one, let's address, his name is Tom Daly. <laughs> but yeah, Tommy oh, is iconic that you call. I'm getting a Diet Coke. Don't freak okay. out. Well, Tommy Tommy Daly was a, a person that I went, went to a summer camp I worked at. Was it him? And he was just going by No, Tommy? no, no, oh. no, 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 no. But that's why Tommy Daly has a name is in my head. Tom Daly, I would just like to scream in the face of every twink that actually we knew about him first. Actually, the 14-year-old diving girls at that time oh god my life's a fucking nightmare okay girls uh were in love with him and people would pretend to be him on the phone and they'd be like oh my god i'm at a meet in montreal and tom daly's on the phone and then my friend sarah would like be him on the phone to us oh my god the oh speedos <laughs> are small Sa- okay and now sarah's on snl and now sarah, like sarah actually showcased for snl this week um <laughs> yes jfl sarah uh, no she uh she gave her life to sports she's dedicated her life to sports she's still in the that world which is like wow and then how did, well how did you balance being like full serious ath- athlete and having an amazing singing voice <laughs> 
Nobody asked me that. Thank you. You do have an amazing Thank voice. Thank you. Oh, my God. Um, wait, Pat. The Speedos are small yes. because you're hitting the water at 35 miles an hour. So you have to get like a size down and you have to tie it really tight. So, so that, it doesn't come off. So it doesn't come you off. Should, they should be allowed to be oh, naked. Oh, now we're getting really horny. Now we're getting really So it doesn't horny. come off. And <laughs> I saw my friend Ted's butt because his Speedo ripped in the air and I was standing behind him when he was flipping. Oh, my God. I know. Now it I, must hurt when the dick hits. That feeling when the dicky hits. But so, but Tom Daly is what, like 26, 27? 27, yeah. But he has like children. Right. That one's not a sort of diving culture. <laughs> Usually, actually, it's looks gay but is incredibly religious and married to a woman. That was like the last yeah. couple of Olympics for at least the Americans. That's musical theater, too. Yeah. 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 But Tom, Tom just was like a British celebrity. So that's celebrity. That, I feel like that's his celebrity life. Totally. You know, that's, that's like how Kendall. Yeah. Kendall Jenner feels like she um, doesn't to. understand. You always, yeah, she doesn't you always have, bring this. She always bring this she's up. sad that she doesn't have kids yet. I'm like, girl, you're literally 14 years old. Like, don't worry about it. Did you watch her YouTube series on anxiety? No, she talks about having anxiety and she talks to therapists. I watched all of it for some reason. She's actually send it immediately. Send it immediately. She's actually the one, that, probably the realest one in my opinion. Oh, sure, for sure. She's my old type, which Catherine knows and you know. She's I mean, my type. Oh my god! Long brown hair. We have to address. I know. We have to address on the pod when you went out <laughs> with someone who had gone out with my boyfriend. Is that the story? Yeah, I hooked up with someone who hooked up with your boyfriend, and then we realized oh it god. in real time when all of us were in the same room. And that in real time, and then he was like, "I always wondered why, like, she wasn't. She was so not into me." And I'm like, "You weren't for her." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm scared she's listening to this. But yeah, why? We love her. We celebrate her. Y'all know already that I'm obsessed with this next product because I wear it literally every day and it makes me feel so sexy, so powerful. And when you feel confident, you feel like you can do it all. And who says you can't? Literally who? Whether you're running, biking, doing yoga, swimming, or just sitting on your couch, (laughs) guilty, Girlfriend Collective has clothes you feel your best in no matter what you're doing. So basically, Girlfriend Collective is sustainable, ethically made activewear for everyone. They make the cutest and super comfortable bras, leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, swimsuits, and more. And their sizing is inclusive, ranging from extra, extra small to 6XL. So whether you're working out, running errands, or doing nothing at all, Girlfriend Collective has functional fabrics, colors, and styles for any activity. I seriously wear it nonstop. I'm obsessed with their skorts and this cute like bra top thing. Plus, their best-selling leggings are squat-proof. They come with pockets, and they have different levels of support. So if you want like compression or if you're more into comfort, there's an option for you. They use recycled materials to make sure their clothing and their shipping is 100% recyclable. And Girlfriend Collective also has a garment take-back program called Re-Girlfriend. So once you're done loving your pieces, which will be in a long time from now, send them back to be upcycled into new Girlfriend gear. Join the collective today. So for listeners of our amazing program called Seek Treatment, Girlfriend Collective is offering first-time customers $25 off purchases of $100 or more when you go to Girlfriend dot com slash seek treatment that's $25 off $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com slash seek treatment girlfriend.com slash seek treatment get into it queens and kings okay now we're back but you know what's amazing is because now you're like full in love right <laughs> yeah fully which but I you got to have before I know you got to have a Truly, you got to collect many stories before, which is really good. That's I important did, for your I work. Did. Yeah. I'm always like, did I collect enough stories? 
I think that sometimes mm-hmm. too. You have a lot of stories. I know. We. I just was going to tell. <laughs> Wait, you. Yeah. I just. Oh, when we were talking about boats briefly, I was, and I, I had this graphic memory of like being really high and like. Did I tell this like the boat the yard? yard. I, t- Long I just recently yeah. told that, didn't I? <laughs> That's so embarrassing. That's why I was thinking I of it. You have to no, understand. stories are meant to be told over and over again. So okay, so then, so blah, blah, blah. you're an, you're an artist. You're an athlete. You're in high school. Are you cool? <laughs> I mean, no. Well, but I you are say, not cool. You had friends. Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, I mean, I um, shouldn't say of course. Um, some people. <laughs> Y'all definitely bleep that. Bleep that. <laughs> like, bleep that. <laughs> Um, the people without friends community are going to come for me. Um, I, yeah, so I did diving and then I was like, wait, I actually have an amazing voice. I want to do theater. Mm -hmm. Interesting choice. Uh, but I have no time. And then I also was too scared to audition. So the first year of high school, I did tech. I did theater tech. (gasps) No, I know. The tech community comes for me. Very horny. It was actually very horny. No, tech is the horniest people. Like, they were all fucking in that booth. Oh, really? Also, I went to all girls school because in my previous life, that's how I was. I did. Maybe. um, Sorry, I did a show last night at this space that was very, like, you know when you do a show and it's like, girls, this is not, like, it's just, like, a, like a regular comedy show. But for some reason, like, whatever venue it's in, it's, like, taking it yeah. so seriously. And, like, there's, like, people running in being like, okay, I'm going to be taking you to the stage at 842. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm an inch from the stage right now, but cool. Thank you, 842. <laughs> like, yeah, you take one step. You take one step. They put their arm around you. They yeah. push you on. Thank you, 842. Wait. And so then, but then I'm in the middle of my set. And this, <laughs> I love this woman to death. I celebrate her. This woman <laughs> walks in front of the stage. She's part of the venue. She's we- she's this, I later found out it was the sound woman. She's wearing as though she's spelunking like a, a headlamp. There's a headlamp. She's walking in the yard and she starts looking, walks in front of the stage and starts like bending over and looking at a speaker, like literally front and center in the middle. A woman with a headlamp, like as that though she's me. a minor. That was me. That was you. I had friends, but I was that. And then I auditioned and I was in a lot of the musicals, but I would wear my swimsuit underneath my costume oh. or underneath my rehearsal clothes. And then the minute it ended, I would sprint like my life depended on it across oh the street to where the diving pool was okay. and then dive for two hours. So the fact that you did that and got the grades is really amazing. Yeah, I was going to say that's High School Musical. Yeah, I was you're High School Troy. Musical. I gave a speech my senior year. We all had to give speeches and I gave one about how I was Troy. Oh my God. Oh now, my God, wait. Oh, here, here, I, have a lot, I have a lot of questions. So everyone in your class had to give a speech in one day? Yeah, so I went to a school of 60 people, all girls. Well, a lot of them aren't now, but, you know. Uh, and uh, me being, I'm being, like, so PC. I'm like, I don't, okay, anyway. I'm having a, I'm having a stroke. I'm having a You're being, hey, you know what you're being? The point is, what, per- real? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> okay. oh, thank you. Just the way you um, are. Never forget I'm, the I'm day when for, I changed my pronouns and... <laughs> And people kept fucking them up in the studio, and I just kept being like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> remember I remember that. We remember that, that, that so was one vividly. Of the funniest moments of that one moment was the funniest moment. Um, I'm so good. I don't know. I, I'm just, I, sometimes I'm MAGA, but it's the way I am. The point is, I, I was in the musicals, and then I had friends, and I had like three friends, and all we did was like sit on the weekends and smoke weed in the woods. Okay. So cool. it was like, that made me kind of cool, I guess. Not really, but like within the 60 girl community, I guess it was like we were the four that just kind of did our own thing. Did you hook? And oh, we, yeah, yeah. And but were you class? Yeah, of course. How Hair did down you to my guys? waist. Hair what? down to your waist. How did you meet guys? 
hair down to my waist, winged eyeliner every day, even though it was all girls' school. Nobody knew why. Straightened okay, my hair. Okay, you every invented me. You <laughs> I would every pay, single morning. I would pay $99.99 to um, see you walk into a room awesome. with hair down to your waist and a winged eyeliner. Pictures. Yeah, please. I'll send pictures. I was incredible with <laughs> winged eyeliner. You were staring. Hair down to my Hair down to my waist, my sister and I fighting over the hair straightener every single morning, scree- uh, every single morning screaming, throwing the hot flat iron at each other. Oh, oh my, my god. god. I just got this visceral yeah, but- experience of like being in Costco with my family and like there was right when like this <laughs> sixth harry potter book came out and like you okay. know when you're you were a kid and that was like crack cocaine like huge and huge. so me i my older brother is always kind of like i wanted to buy two books like i wanted to get my own with my own money and whatever and my brother is very much like no we'll just ship it and get one like whatever we don't need like two like trying to like be the hero kind of as but whatever so but i was like i i know we're both gonna want to read it at the same time and i remember it was like before school and he was reading it on the deck as we were waiting for the bus and i was like inside the house and i saw him outside reading it but he had said i could read it first and i yeah. literally was almost crying and i like started screaming like screaming mm-hmm. and i for some reason i didn't think he could hear me and he came in and like gave it was so embarrassing like gave me the book and he was like enjoy harry potter six oh, that's- like so nice though i mean for me and my sister it would have been back and forth like slamming the doors running around for the book like we were so um horrible to each other and now she's an orange theory coach and she's killing it oh my god oh really oh my god where does yeah, she she's live? ripped we went she lives in um like the san francisco area oh i want to go to her class i like orange I, theory it kicks my butt i went when i was there like two weeks ago and it was i, I brought my mom and jess and neither of them wanted to go and yeah it was amazing yeah, they hated oh. it but Wait, and so then you went to Brown. I did, yeah. So I was straight-ish, long hair, wearing a uniform skirt every day, winged eyeliner, <laughs> hooking up with guys. Oh, how did I meet guys? Um, diving or Judaism shit or... Um, when did you lose your V? Junior year of high school. Oh, oh my God. God. I know. You're euphoria. If you, had sex junior year, if you had sex junior year of high school, you are the show thing. euphoria. Yeah, of course. I forgot to tell you when I first met you that I was euphoria. <laughs> yeah. This euphoria yeah, this is a podcast that's by people who never had a chance of being euphoria. I was definitely not <laughs> But I wasn't euphoria. I was only euphoria in that I smoked weed, like, occasionally or, like, every like every weekend, every other weekend, and that I had sex with one guy. Two guys. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Right? Two is a lot. It was I um, it was a lot. I was compensating. I had sex not until I was nineteen. I mean, you have sex when Did you have feel so good. When you have sex when you're nineteen, <laughs> it's like this is nothing like euphoria. You're like, <laughs> but it's so the, close. The people in euphoria would never be having sex when they were nineteen. No, they stopped completely. Yeah, um, I'm attracted. I'm sexually attracted to Sydney Sweeney. So Same. my girlfriend is so obsessed with obviously my girlfriend that makes more sense but <laughs> my girlfriend is so obsessed yeah. with Sydney Sweeney. She made her just her tits her Zoom background for like oh three my, months. I'm gonna do that too. I'm gonna they do that too. Do it. And she posts them. She posts them for you to do that. She posts just single shots of on her story. She's like, oh my really? God. I gotta yeah. I gotta go towards yeah. that. I gotta go I towards that. I, I can't. Yeah, you should stories. follow her. Um, uh, wait, sorry. Okay, so, so then. So then. Oh, so then, oh yeah, then I went to Brown for diving. <laughs> Answer our question. So then, dot dot dot. my life story. Okay, I hooked up with I hooked up with guys in high school. I made out with some girls, but I was like, what? Oh, really? Um, also, yeah. Well, also in the play, my drama teacher or whatever, I fully blo- blocked this out. Blocked this out. Um, he like made us kiss at the end of the play, and we were obviously all girls playing 
even the guy part. Oh my god! And so I, we kissed on stage too, even though there wasn't even a kiss at the end of that play. He just okay. added it. <laughs> he's no. very pervy. He's like, and no. now everyone kisses each other, and now you that guys. That sounds could. bad. Yeah, that, that he bad, wrote in a kiss is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it was spelling bee. <laughs> if anyone knows, like they no one kisses in spelling bee. You play a twelve-year-old. Oh yeah. my god! No, that, yeah, we've been. We've unlocked a dark memory. <laughs> I know. So every night I was like, <gasps> I'm going to die. And, um, but yeah. And then in college I became gay and. Was there tons? Kind of gay, but then but kind of bi, but then gay again. Did you like, did you, gay. did you CO? <laughs> did I what? Did you CO in college? Come out. See, oh, come out. <laughs> I'm, I'm rusty. Wow. I'm You're rusty, I'm rusty as fuck. I know. I actually am like, okay. We need to it actually okay, took no, me a I, second I'm, to get come out. Only because I've I was, been in school. Yeah. Sorry. No, I came out. Wait, I came out my. I came out in college to like everyone, and they came out to my parents like via text message in like 2017. But they kind of. Oh my god. Were they just like cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm at a comedy show right now, but I heard you've been talking, and yeah, it's true. Really. Mm-hmm. Aww. That's yeah, because my sister was like, I'm tired of fielding their questions. Oh, my oh. God. You're, you're, okay, your wait, sister so needs to come did, on the pod. When, I know. She's, she's, honestly, she's coming next up. <laughs> so, wait, when did the comedy of it all come into play? And um, the playwriting? College. Okay. I, did, I did comedy. I did sketch. I wrote sketch stuff through college. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to put me in a <laughs> yeah. play? What? Are you going to put me in a play one day? Yeah, I'll put you in a play. I'm but I didn't start writing play. plays until, like, I always was nerdy about theater, but secretly, because I was, like, mm. on a sports team in college and wanted to be cool. Yeah, and I did sketch, so I kind of... You dove in college, too? That's how I got into Brown, yeah. Oh, my God. I dove for all four years. Oh, my God. Okay. You're literally Tom Daly. You literally... I'm horrified I... that I didn't know that. <laughs> I did. Diving was... I was always just, like, soaking wet and crying <laughs> and, like, oh eyeliner running down my face and, like... You know, you've lived I... a very intense life. I, I literally it is I I created my own trauma with that fucking sport like just like it, I couldn't think about anything else like the reason I don't think I knew I was gay is just because I was like throwing myself off cliffs like literally 30 foot oh cliffs and like god. crying about how stressed I was about that in school oh my god like I didn't have any other worries thank god and luckily than yeah. that were there though like a lot of a lot of like lesbs at brown at least to like you would think that you would really think yeah I would definitely think I, and I do think. a rugby player which is like obviously that team is you know yeah sort of paradise for <laughs> that um, community <laughs> yeah for that community <laughs> um, right. no there was a lot of like there was a ton of gay guys especially on my team I think I was like one of two lesbians on my like the swimming and diving team did of, you like, get, diving like is did theater. you get married did you fall in love and get married with the one other lesbian Oh, yeah, of course. Cool. <laughs> we made out in the hot tub. Just kidding. We didn't have a hot tub at uh, school, actually, but we had hot showers. Um, <laughs> this is so interesting to everybody. It involved. is. It is. It's fascinating. Years, I, would get, I would get hickeys. This is, like, such a vis- – I would get hickeys and try to have them be, like, below my suit line so people – so oh. my coach, like, wouldn't say stuff. Oh, my God. But anyway. Who was giving you hickeys? The people I the, when I was being gay. <laughs> the okay, gay people. The point is, there was a lot of gay people were giving. Them <laughs> there were a lot of like experimenting people. Yeah. That I was looking up with. Isn't brown like the cool Ivy? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like cool, crunchy. It's supposed to be crunchy, yeah. uh, th- but it's, it's weird because like the athletic community I was in was like almost MAGA, and like actually there were mm. people that way, but literally were. And so like I did like drag cosplay with that shit there, and I was like. Trying to be more mm. less gay, 
Um, oh. but, and you know that person <laughs> that I'm attracted to, the runner that I right now for some reason can't remember oh his God. name. Yeah. Wait. Oh, but he wasn't. Oh, uh, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. 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 What's his last name? Um, I know I can't remember his last name. Well, that's. Why cr- can't I, remember his I don't name? know because I, I always think about him and I. I actually- want to say Wendell, but that's a diver. That's another diver once the Olympics. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, he's gonna kill me. Just kidding. He won't listen, but still. So wait, then okay, that's rude. He will listen. <laughs> he will listen. He so- will listen. He will listen. He'll totally listen. <laughs> Everyone. The steeplechase listen. one, he's- right, Pat? Yes, the steeplechase one. Is his name he's not Jordan? It might not be Jordan, but I think it is. Jordan Man. Jordan Man. Okay, that's Jordan Man. Yeah, I have a question. Wait, read. I have a so question then- him. What was your senior so year nice. of college like? Because you're still diving. Yeah, it was hell on earth. You're obviously. Did you know what you wanted to do? Were you like, I'm. Were you gonna miss it? Were you excited to give it up? Like, what was going on with you? Diving was always just like love hate. Like I couldn't quit for some reason because I think I do mm. like it or did. And you know, clearly during the Olympics, I became obsessed again, and I was like, oh yeah, I love this fucked up weird sport. But I kind of. Can I like, ask what the appeal is for you? Like, what are what what do you like about it? So when I was little, I think I just liked, like, flipping through the air and, like, being mm-hmm. crazy. And then um, and then it got hard. <laughs> and I didn't <laughs> like it. And I would cry every single day. Well, oh my I think God. my frontal lobe... Okay, I actually... My, I had frontal lobe development, which caused, like, me to actually realize what was actually happening and that everything was scary. And I got mm. a bunch of mental blocks. And I kind of... I also grew, like, five inches and gained, like, 30 pounds between, like, sophomore year of high school onward kind of so I didn't get any better I just sort of like rode my 14 year old skills all the way through ivy diving I wasn't getting a lot better but in a way I was like okay that's nice because I don't have to really try I can just like keep doing okay and then if everyone else has a bad day I might win a meet (laughs) but I like I like (laughs) I would go to lift and I would just be like ah like I would really not try um and but yeah, it's fun to do the ones that I learned when I was a kid because I'm still not scared of them. But the other ones oh got scary. I don't know. That's a horrible thing. I liked the teammates. I also felt like I got into the school for the sport, so I couldn't quit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I um, I theoretically have a general that started at three, but I'm gonna stay here till three ten. But I'm just, I'm so sorry. Okay, I, um, no, I will. But also, I'll speed it but also, I can. Um, yeah, Catherine, Catherine. Can, I, I'll stay. But I want to be care. here for more. Well, well, so where are you now? Who are you now? And okay, who am I now? Yeah, so I graduated. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I started writing plays like a nerd my senior spring after diving ended. Um, just like on your own, or were you in a class? I was in love with a lot of the MFA students at Brown um, who were playwrights, and so I was like, I'm gonna start hanging out with them and do that. I, yeah. I did take a class, but um, well, it's one of the hardest things in the world to do. It's very impressive. Right, so play, it. but it's easier oh than God, screenwriting because like there's no rules. Like you can do literally whatever you want. You can format it however you want. You could be like, mm. you know, yeah. I don't know. It's easier to me a little bit. I think they're both so hard. Is what I'm saying. I guess. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm having breakdown right now about how I have to do that for the next two years, uh, like sixty. But pages you love a week. it. Yeah, I'm you have to write sixty pages a week. It's like ballpark sixty pages a week lo- workload. Yeah. That is. How many years is cuckoo. the program? Two. You are going to finish with like all these great plays. Yeah, you're going to get made. That's why I applied because like, I was like, up. it's screenwriting, TV writing, and playwriting that we have to take all those classes. Um, That's amazing. And I applied just because I like I was obsessed with plays. I graduated. I came here. I started doing more comedy stuff and theater stuff. And then I just like wasn't writing obviously because I had all these random day jobs. Um, and then I was like, I need to go to a place that's going to force me to do this. Yeah. Um, and how did you end up um, 
producing our podcast called Seek Treatment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that last night. Yeah. I, um, how did you? How, yeah. How did you get yourself? <laughs> how did you weasel yourself in there? So that is like my biggest fear is that people like are like, Thank this God you did. weaseled themselves into the world. Um, how did I become the, I, I cold emailed Forever Dog and I was like, hey, do you need any help with anything? And they were like, actually, yeah, we have some podcasts that we're starting. They're like, then, actually, can you do everything for the whole um, <laughs> podcast <laughs> and get paid nothing? So wait, wait, wait. Well, <laughs> why did you know them from Culturistas? Did you listen to Culturistas? Um, I, I interned at Comedy Central in 2017, like my oh, summer right. between junior and senior. And I oh. was on the stand-up development team whatever it is and they had us pitch podcasts every week that were like interesting so i had just been like digging yeah yeah through mm. shit and i found forever dog that summer and then i kind of kept listening through my senior year to just like see what people were up to yeah um and also i liked comedy so obviously everybody on it was like somebody that i had already been like paying attention to yeah yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god thank god, thank god. but i actually I didn't know who either of you were <laughs> when i started but now oh. i know everything about your life and like, like, when this podcast started we didn't know i had under i had i think i had under 2k on instagram and i still you know i don't have quite i don't have enough instagram followers but you know, i don't care me neither or twitter no one cares neither it do i not, it's not it's about to be not cool anymore. Yeah, I'm no, like one I know. Second. I hope I get an idea of a TikTok. An, an idea, idea of, of a TikTok? What? Like I'm off a, TikTok. I'm not. A, I mean, I may have one, but I have no. I idea. see it as like I love to watch them, but I I don't like to make them, or I don't have any ideas for them. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I don't have I any ran ideas. Out of room on my phone. I ran out of room on my phone, and then I was like, "This is actually bad for me to just like scroll and see these young kids." Like, it's all mine are just like all kids that are happy that they're gay at like twelve, and I'm like, I, I know. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm really I'm depressed. Like, yeah, sorry. Oh no, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, who, I don't, who am I? Should I do it? I'm being pretty yeah. now. Please. I'm worried yeah. about time. No, no, don't I, be wait, first of all, let me say this. Don't worry about time. If Pat has to go, it's totally fine. I, we're gonna stay on. Yeah. Okay, if you cool. can. Oh, but I'm because I have not. I want to stay on. Okay. Um, I who am I? Yeah, I'm in grad school now. I have a girlfriend very bizarre because when you first met me, I was like, love doesn't exist. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. I know. We would like go to Shake Shack and you who are so successful would be like I have nothing going for me I'm not in love I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I'd be like you have 40,000 jobs and 20 million friends you're gonna be fine you're 21 years old you need to eat your cheese fries and go home sweet and then like then one year you know one year away from the toxicity of our podcast and you're thriving <laughs> i hope so i hope so oh my yeah. god you're killing it don't you feel yeah also i love your newsletter let's talk about your newsletter oh thank you thank you for reading it occasionally it's like i love it i will say to the listeners it's a i relate to pat in that it's like some weeks i'm like okay sure yeah and other weeks i'm like i hope actually nobody reads this yeah. but i have to do it every week because if i this is like my compulsive. Like if I miss yeah. a week, I'm never going to do it again. That's how I'm going to be moving forward. And that's why. I did yeah, you should. Today. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's not going it to be good. Because like even when I like got surgery and was like dying, I just like cranked one out, which is crazy. But I knew that if I missed a week, I would just be complacent. So I've done like 48 of them, which is. That's amazing. That's incredible. But now it was like, your. When was your surgery again? It was September third. Oh my god! Tomorrow. Oh my is god! Tomorrow's the oh one my you're god. in. Wow! Wait, congrats! Thank How you. do you feel? I feel good. It was weird again during the pandemic to get your tits cut off. It's like there was so much other stuff happening, and the nurses were kind of like, "Why? Right now, we have to deal with it. Like, do this. Screw them." Screw I don't know. They weren't really like that. Yeah, yeah. I love healthcare workers. I'm like, but screw nurses like... as a community. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, it was it was good. I I just like was on Oxy and watched Selling Sunset. Oh my god, oh, that sounds. Uh, I have I'm a rock hard right now. That sounds like the best experience. Of I know all not time. to bring that up, but it was the best week of my <laughs> to life to be on Oxy and watch hey. Selling Sunset. Like, what? and have people bring you ice cream and like just hang out with you, uh, even though it's COVID, heaven. but they all got tested. It uh, was pretty awesome. And that was kind of early on with your lover, so it was kind of like formative, it right? Was, it was super for. I like was so stressed about. Like making sure she, I, I wanted her to make to know that like she didn't have to be my caretaker because it was literally mm. like three months in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I think it was like the second time That's we had so sex. Sweet. I was like, by the way, this is happening, and I'm not gonna be able to have sex for like three months. You did like a or um, move my hands or body. It was like a Judy Greer oh like say God. goodbye to these. Yeah, yeah. literally, <laughs> literally, so good. Um, and I was like, so that's a deal breaker. You can see yourself out. No, yeah, um, I'm so I'm so, so sorry. So I'm closer. so upset. I um fucked up, and I have to. Run. I'm making this woman named. A woman called Allie Wait and um Oh my god, no, no, go get that overall deal. Never make never make an Allie Wait. Um I'm really, really sorry. I'm having so Are much fun. Are you mad fun. at us? I'm I mad or is Reed mad? I'm not no, mad. I'm not leaving. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm mad no. at me. I'm mad at me. Okay, right. so that's your okay, I'm, bye Pat. Bye, bye, bye. bye. Okay, we're continuing. Okay, but now we can finally Now we can talk, get into it. I'm less stressed shit. now. No, yeah. Um I didn't want to make her feel like she had to like take care of me. Because it was literally yeah, like three so weeks intense. in. So I like told her about it. I was like really stressed. Also that the same week my air conditioner broke. I was sleeping on my friend's couch. I like hadn't told oh half God. the people in my life I was trans. It was like a whole like <laughs> explosion of like, so this is happening yeah. and I need you to take care of me. So then what did Jess say? Oh, she was like, it's okay. I'll be there as much as I can. Which is like, she's okay. The thing about Jess is that she's the nicest person in the world, which stresses me out. Like there's literally nothing wrong with her. And she made me cinnamon rolls and brought them over and i cried because i was on oxy oh. and also it was the sweetest thing ever wait that and then, is so and what does she do for work she's a um an editor on a oh, docu series cool. yeah amazing um yeah and so she's the best person ever and it's like so oh, um I'm so happy. humiliating I the way her I, I am i know i we were at your show i feel like we didn't get like the full like experience but she's obsessed with you she was like oh my god that was no, so we'll much fun a, we'll do a whole hang at some point whenever the world like figures it i know out. whenever it's kind of allowed um but yeah she like very much was there for me during that which is intense and then the pandemic plus that plus everything i mean we, insane. it just sped everything up i feel when did she meet the fam two weeks ago oh my god yeah it? it was it was fun i mean we were in tahoe which is on fire so it was kind oh of oh my god those pictures are fucking crazy it's so sad it's we evacuated uh, but anyway they're obsessed with her and oh um, good she got i love the pics of y'all at that fancy ass wedding oh yeah that was so fun my cousin's wedding my cousin invited her and we went and it was um it was very succession and it was black yes. tie and we were like we live in brooklyn and we don't own anything that's like black tie and you looked amazed though thank you yeah this one woman was obsessed with us she was like you guys look incredible and every time we passed Aww. her she was like you guys look amazing and i was like okay she's an ally half the people there i was like i don't know how you where you stand on like homosexuality but, <laughs> um but yeah, it was really fun. I don't know. I'm, it's so boring to have a good thing, you know? I know. It's like, I'm always like, it's so cheesy, but I'm in love with the love of my life. I know. Do you want to get married? I think I do want to get <gasps> I was thinking about this the other day. I like don't know. Before I was like, love doesn't exist. I don't believe in marriage, et cetera. Right. Now I'm now like, I would see the benefits of it. I mean, we're just so codependent right now. It's mm-hmm. like, why don't we live together? Why don't we spend every second together? 
Do you think he'll move in soon? I think so. I mean, we both also like to have our space, I feel like. Yeah. So it's hard because I'm like, I like coming back here during the day and doing work and stuff and not having like... Especially if you're writing, it's really hard to have someone else around, I feel. Yeah, I, I'm so annoyed. Like even doing my homework as a kid, if there was like music like three rooms over, I was like, I oh. can't focus. I'm um, the exact same. I'm like, my favorite writing spot is um, Bryant Park Library. Oh, is it? Open you got to go there. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's open, but it, before pandemic, I would go. I think it's the third, the Rose Reading Room. I think it's on the third floor, oh and God, it's like full. Down. It's full like bra- it's full college vibes, like silent Ugh. outlets, lamps. It's heaven. I really need that. I mean, I guess I could yeah. use the NYU libraries, but I've not even ventured. <gasps> I've gone to like my one. I can't floor. believe you literally go to NYU. Isn't right it now. so insane? What they don't tell you about Tish too. And I'll be the first to say it on this podcast. You walk in and there's an entire like neon purple sign that says Tish. And I laughed out loud oh and I was like, God. you're kidding me. I made fun of this place <laughs> for so long. I walked in. You're like bit over the top. Yeah, yeah. I was like a bit, a bit really? on the nose. A bit on the nose. Hat on a hat. Um, well, so you're starting classes. So how like full on is your schedule? Like when do you go to class and stuff? I have class every day except for Tuesdays. <gasps> um, so you're like fully in school right now. Yeah, I have class after this. I have to like. Oh, go dear. oh, you should go right now. Not, not you right, now, right now. But it's fine. Okay, but then yeah. and then you're still working. That's a lot. I'm I'm working. I'm just contract. Yeah, I like I signed this contract through December. And now I'm like I can't get out of it, and I hate it, but it's fine. December will be here so soon. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then what are you thinking about live performance? Like, do you still want to be doing a lot of that? I'm trying to do as much as possible. I like I go back. I saw you're doing a show with Zach. I love Zach. Oh my god! Yeah, he's the best. He's he can be my so crush of the sweet. Week. He's, he's funniest person ever, and he's, he's really funny. He's so naturally funny. It like makes me so mad. I'm so like, I have to be memorized and like then I can riff or whatever and he can just like get up and do whatever. But um, yeah, we have similar neurotic energy, which is great for shows. For planning the shows, we're like, you know, it's a yeah. mess, but. It's always um, ordeal. Wait, tell, plug, what is this? You're doing a bat mitzvah thing and when is that? Where oh yeah, we did the bat mitzvah thing. We did the bar oh, mitzvah thing. It's okay. Um, it was really fun, but I'm doing another thing. So with him if y'all weren't there, go back and go back in time. That. <laughs> uh, we bar mitzvahed Brian Bahi, uh, amazing comedian. Um, but yeah, we're doing. A, I'm doing a show that's like a gallery of all my dumb thirst traps on the 24th of September. <gasps> it's like yes. a full gallery night. There will be like hopefully there's a DJ, there's drag, there's <gasps> oh my god, comedy. where? Um, Micah in Brooklyn. That sounds so fun. In Bushwick, Jesus Christ. In Bushwick. Um, Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to try to keep doing stuff. I think, like, the biggest thing that everybody who gave me advice about NYU's, like, grad Mm -hmm. program was, like, keep doing stuff in your other life as well as in school so you can just do both. I go back and forth on whether I, like, am humiliated that I do stand-up or that the actual act is humiliating. I don't know. I feel like people think think I'm annoying or, like just like a child you, know? you mean like you mean theater people think that's annoying no like people in the community in the comedy oh community. comedy people yeah i just like i'm oh, so well like, they're guess what guess who's annoying they are that's true that's true yeah i just think sometimes i'm like the drama and the gossip and everything gets to me and i'm like i do why do i do i want to surround myself with these these people but then it's like also i walk into nyu i'm like the only trans person there nobody gets me nobody knows anything about mm. me i go back to the comedy community it's like everyone's some sort of something and they all get me because they've all heard me do stand up and everybody's like so they just get it so I'm like I, I'm so back and forth but I think it's perfect that you can have like that's the dream to have like multiple communities so you right. don't feel like so it's not like high school you like have like different friend groups yeah and you can, yeah that's perfect but I agree it's a really tough scene I mean people are really it's just a lot of egos baby 
Yeah, and it's like, oh, like, it's like in Brooklyn, it's like, if you try hard, it's hack. If you seem like you're too earnest or honest or you want something, it's hack. It's lame. And it's like, I'm not going to, I did perform the, like, apathy for a while. And then I was like, this takes so much of my energy to perform this. Like, I actually don't care about anything. And, like, I didn't open my career of three minutes. Like, do your three minutes. Like, clearly you are a nerd and you took at least five minutes out of your day to write something. Get up there and do yes. it. Don't spend the first minute, like, pretending like you're not in a basement with people who are doing this. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my thing. No, that's totally how I felt, I think, when I was, like, doing mics or doing, like, the more alt shows in Brooklyn. And that's why I feel like I, – I know some people think I'm, like, cheesy or, like, whatever because I, like – write my little songs and like have things planned but it's like that's what makes me happy well like I said I saw Sandra Bernhardt it was the best night of my life I know I want to <laughs> go with you next time she please come with me but she was like I just watched her and I'm like she's having so much fun she doesn't give a shit about being hack or cheesy or whatever she's just singing her songs and saying her little jokes and she's so and that's... not a care in the world 66 years old sold out crowd performing forever I just I love her that's the dream that's what you gotta do um but wait, so then what is your dream? Who do you want to be? I was thinking about this. I, I want to write for TV. I, I think playwrights, like, most of their day jobs is that. And I do, like, I just want to be stably, yeah, be amazing. stably employed as a writer. <laughs> um, so does everyone I know in this town. But I think uh, you will be in, like, five minutes. I hope so. I And then keep doing my weird, like, comedy or, like, weird immersive theater stuff at night. Like, because I think it's, I will always, like, be doing some weird project that has nothing to do with, like, money or anything. And then, hopefully, my day job can be some sort of, like, consistently staffed situation. That's the dream. Um, and Are stay you going to stay in New York forever. or do you want, oh, oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> do you want kidding. kids? I, I do. I, like, love babies. She, like, hates babies. Aww. Like, we were on a plane and I was, like, obsessed with one. And she loves animals and I, like, I like animals, but I'm not, like, as obsessed as she is. Yeah. So. Um, so nobody knows what will apparently you know one time my parents told me we were like on the beach or something and like I was like three years old and some big dog or something ran up to me or some animal and I and like attack and like pushed me over or something and I was like crying and my parents were like it's okay and I was like I'm just not an animal girl <laughs> oh my god you at three oh, that's so but cute. I am but it turns out I do it turns out you are Maybe I am an animal girl after all. You even all. painted the dogs. Oh, that was a dark, that was a dark, <laughs> Sorry, dark night of the soul. Up. Dark night of the soul. No, I love, I still, I love doing that. I'm going to start painting again while I'm like, I guess we're like quarantining again because there's COVID or whatever. Right. Um. Anyways, what was I going to say? Oh, do I want kids? Do you have yeah. A, I, do, I want kids. I want to be married, but I want to be like cool and like in New York. Of course. I, I feel like I would go to LA. I understand the appeal of LA. I will say like it's slow. You can get a house there. You can, like, kind of be involved in comedy, but, like, not every night killing yourself. But, I don't know. I want to be, like, cool parent in New York with, like, cool kids. <laughs> Same. Same vibes. I'll see you there. I'll see, see you on the you playground. <laughs> see you in Brooklyn. And then, um, do you have a crush of the week? Um, okay, it's a tie between Sandra Bernhardt, my therapist, and mm. Zach. Schiffman. Wait, those are three incredible ones. Yeah, Sandra Bernhardt made me so happy. I was with all these gay men who were there alone, and they like gave me their numbers and they want to hang out. It's very funny. These are like sixty-year-olds who like have seen Sandra hundreds of times. I'm obsessed with you connecting with them and I'm telling them to come to my show. I was being shy because again, I never know when I'm going to be shy or when I'm going to be outgoing. Right, right. Like right now, I feel like this podcast today was like shy. Which you are not shy. Is bad. This was 
this was even more manic than usual because of um Pat's sketch. But okay, it's yeah. Oh, I feel like nobody. Everything you said is perfect. No, everything you said is perfect. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I promise I do jokes. I just I sometimes have to write them down. Um, and that's okay. My therapist said it's, it's okay that I'm a event. person that needs to write jokes down he said that he's like it's okay <laughs> you need to write something down and prepare like it's insane that like the community only supports one type of person who can be like free and breezy improv on stage and off but i don't but but look at me look at me look at me look at me i don't think that's even true i think people might have that affect but i think people prepare a lot more than you think that's true but i feel like when they get off stage they're still so funny and i'm like <laughs> shut off i'm like normal you're funny all the time i think it's also like it's easy in like a show with your it's easy to be at a show with your friends yeah. riffing and stuff but if, if those people want to keep like you have to keep if you want to build your audience you have to eventually have stuff that's prepared that's true that, I, I I 100% agree uh and I'm also thinking like it's a two-way street it's a two-way street like they're not helping you if you're in like I don't know I always have to remember that like all these conversations and situations are it's not all your fault it's two-way street <laughs> I mean I was I literally was just in therapy before I hopped on this podcast where she was like where all we were talking about is how I'm like I'm never doing enough I'm never working hard enough I'm never enough I'm never enough and she's just like whoa what happened to you and I'm like and you have that vibe too. yeah we, oh I just had that. I had therapy this morning too I have to we share that amazing quality of never my, um, being kind to ourselves yeah it's really good when we uh, it's just the two of us like now I think Pat, I think Pat has some of that quality too sometimes. No, but Pat's a lot better at like, Pat truly doesn't give a fuck about what a lot of people think of him. And I'm like that. desperately, I know. I say I don't, but obviously it. I do every single day. Uh, yeah, I have to like, I was talking about how I get frustrated, but I can't be frustrated with the world all the time. And he's like, well, you are. It just like flips inward and becomes anxiety. And I was like, holy shit. Mm. And then he was like, you need to have self-compassion and visualize it as like a little flame and anytime you get anxious or frustrated, just, like, be like, but you do love yourself. You have in the past. And I was like, shit. Self-compassion's so hard. Yeah. It's really hard. I, I What I told my therapist today, I was like, that's just something, like, losers tell themselves to make themselves feel right. better that they're not successful. <laughs> and she was like, whoa, you're really fucked up. I was like, I know. No, I but that, know. oh, God. I literally one time told my therapist that nothing he believes in or loves is real and everything is constructed and he actually isn't loved or doesn't love anyone and no, none of us are. It was during a dark time. <laughs> and he sometimes brings it up and he's like, remember when you told me my relationship, like, wasn't real? And I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, you guys are fucking. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, my God. But he was invited <laughs> to the boat, and I will never forget that. That was crazy. That is really, that's really intense for me. Um, My crush of the week, my crush of the week, I think it's, um, well, I was telling Pat, I've been watching the new season of The Other Two, and it's oh, yeah. just so, so funny. It's so so mine's Molly, Shan- Molly Shannon and Helena York and everyone else who works in that show. So good. It's It makes me fucking LOL. It's so good. My um, girlfriend's gay brother, I recommended it to him and he just watched it all in one day and he texted me and he's like, the other two is actually really good. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to recommend you a show that's actually really good. <laughs> Wait, what, sh- what should I watch next? Uh, I mean, I've had to watch, okay, I had to watch The Mandalorian for school, which just did not no. appeal. I know. And it's like, at this point, they're talking about like things called blargs, like literally called blarg. <sighs> and I'm like, with the world's on fire, there's floods, there's fires, and like people are watching them. People talk about things called blargs, like they're like in all seriousness. So you have to, you have to watch that because it's like a TV writing class. Yeah, to watch Mr. Mayor, actually not that bad. I thought me. Also, Holly Hunter <laughs> is so hot. Sitcoms. Holly Hunter, yeah, how she, is she not a dyke? Amazing. And she's a milf, and she's so hot. 
And then I watched, this is fun for everybody, Mr. Mayor, Insecure. Yes, it is. Succession. Insecure is so good. Mandalorian, 1015, which I'd already seen. Yeah, all these are good. I just watched them all in the last, like, three weeks. I'd watch Fleabag again, like, rewatch. Oh, those are all great shows, except I wouldn't watch Mandalorian. And I now I mean, I probably wouldn't watch Mr. Mirror, but you never know. Life may surprise <laughs> you. know, if you're ever having a day, there's some good jokes in there. <laughs> I have a network sitcom takes care of you. It's not afraid to, like, literally. Oh, I mean, look at Modern Family. Line, yeah. It's incredible, incredible program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is next? What you watch? Yeah. What about, I, I normally just watch Murder. It's just hard to watch a comedy if I don't think it's, like, also the thing with the other two is it's like I could never write something like that so I can just like actually enjoy right. it oh yeah you beat yourself I still beat myself up throughout every single comedy I watch I just get too sad and scared of everything I'm watching Breaking Bad for the first time too right now so, so good like so good so good we're the first people oh, to say in 2021 that Breaking Bad is so good <laughs> this is so did Adnan do it vibes <laughs> did Adnan do it um, um okay before we fin- wait first of all are you mad at me oh no are you mad at Pat no I miss him. I know. He needs to live his... He needs to... Look, I want both of you guys to have success. So if it means having to jump onto a general meeting, (laughs) you know, that's okay with me. I get it. Also, yeah. (laughs) Also, yeah. I'm not mad at either of you. I just wish I could spend more time actually talking to both of y'all. But again, it needs to be real. It needs to be raw. And this is hard. And I actually didn't realize how hard this was. Yeah. To be like aware... To like remember... I know you have to go to class. Like, to remember that it's a public conversation while still being real is hard sometimes. Right. It's hard out there. It's as, to quote Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, it's, it's brutal, brutal out there. out here. I've heard out here. I don't even know the words. That's how you know I'm 30. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> ask me. Ask me. Are you mad at me? Could never be mad at you. I adore, you know, I love you. You have a special place in my heart. I'm so grateful for you. Oh, and you. I love watching you shine. And I'm going to see you very soon. What, do you, so you want to plug show on September 24th? Follow Reed Pope at, at our Pope our Pope Graham on Instagram and our Pope tweets on Twitter and, and my Substack is readpope.substack.com and that's when you can I have learn to heartily like, endorse the life. Substack because I really enjoy it. It's Thank so you. Written. I was gonna say read the archives because like the first couple that I feel like you responded to were more like lyrical nonfiction and now it's like what did I do in my week? But no, I like it. I I, I love the way you divide it up. I think also it's like. It's just a classic thing of there are weeks when I read it and then weeks when I'm like, I can't even look at my computer for five seconds. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Adore you. Talk soon. You. Send us your recording. Love you. Well, Bye. Bye.